We're starting? We're starting. Welcome, fam, friends, listeners, strangers, hopefully soon to be friends. Newcomers. Newcomers to the Craft Heads podcast. This is uh, the podcast where Alex and I, best friends of 20 years, talk to each other, reminisce about old times, <laughs> the, sometimes talk about an important topic. Uh, and we lead off the episode with a crafty drink of sorts, most of the time, 90 to 95% of the time. We tell you how we make the drink, what the drink's doing to us. <laughs> uh, and if you can't tell, we've had a few drinks already tonight. Yes. And we are in my new house. Yes. This is the, the first CHP from Spitta Central. Yeah. Recording from Capital Club. Yes. And uh, I, I won't, I won't give in any more. I won't dox myself yeah. any more than that. But um, <laughs> self dox, self dox. Did you just? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that. Okay. Yeah, I did. Um, so, in today, the the topic that we're going to be discussing, we're going to have a, a few things that we're going to be talking about. Yeah. We're going to be reminiscing on old times, and the topic at hand today is if either of us were to become president mm-hmm. right now. What is the first executive order you'd place into action? Yeah, or or I mean, you have a list of several, right? I have a few. Yes. Okay. So this is something, and we might wind up having a part two of this one day, because uh, it's one of one of those things that if you just have a if you have a note in your phone and you keep writing them down as you think of them, it winds up being a pretty funny list, and they're the kind of things that I want to say our listeners would be like, yeah, I could get on board with that. <laughs> so, but anyways, I'm going to tell you what the drink first is, and then I have some. Great shout outs and news for you. Okay, okay, that's okay. right. You, you uh, we saved it for the podcast, yes, the last couple days the... worth of material, exactly. But so. uh, this uh, drink that Alex is about to read out, I'm looking at it. Uh, I told him the base spirit that I wanted tonight, and he went buck wild. I actually yeah. told him one ingredient I wanted to, and I think you went with it. Well, it was kind of close in general, what you asked me for, and <clears throat> I made this for myself and Tara the other night. It's out of that. The bar book, the ultimate bar book. I mentioned it on a previous, like either last or two episodes ago. And I love that thing. Oh my God. It's so amazing. It's called bourbon milk punch. And not only did it sound good from the ingredients, but uh, Tara and I and the neighbors. Bourbon milk punch? Yeah. We're, we're taking a trip to uh, New Orleans here in a couple of weeks. And um, who are you going with? The Tara and the boys. Oh, the nice. sons. <laughs> and this is a a New Orleans or classic New Orleans favorite, and it is well. Let's you see what you think, and you can tell me if you can identify things. It's stronger than the other nights because of the bourbon. Ooh, that's very used. strong. Yeah. Um, but that's good. Um, especially at, at the end. So there's some heavy cream in there. Um, it's believe it or not, it does call for milk, which I used, but you can use half and half. You okay. just use less. All right. Um, nutmeg. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's none in there. It's in the recipe, but cinnamon. we didn't have any. Yes, yeah, cinnamon. Um, and it was sitting for a little bit. So, yeah, oh, the I, bottom is amazing. Look at it. it. Looks like a cookie or something. I like know. a snickerdoodle. I would, yeah. Oh my god, it does. Dicker snoodle. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tell me. Demon. The other two things in there that we haven't mentioned are creme de... Is it creme de cocoa or cacao? I, that word drives me insane. It looks like cacao. Let me see. But it. is cacao a thing? 
You know? Yeah, I think so. Is it? Yeah. All right, creme de cacao. <laughs> and Good face. And uh, what the hell? Uh, vanilla extract. Oh, okay. So those are all the things. We used Old Forester bourbon. There is something. Which is a high proof. That's why it's so strong. Like, I, think, I feel like a splash of bourbon ball in this would be amazing. Guess what's in there? What? Bourbon ball. Oh, really? Yes, because I forgot my creme de cacao, which mm. I have at, at our place, and I forgot because I'm an idiot. Anyways, the real ingredient, uh, the real recipe is in here, and holy shit, the one I made for me and Tara the other night was just like... Yeah, we're using Old Forester, which I had in a decanter, and it's 100 proof, or 101 proof. Exactly, and and I and I didn't have my normal one-ounce shot glasses. I had your 1.5, so mm-hmm. I was like quasi-eyeballing it. Anyways, it's a really great drink. It's a really good drink for if it, if it was snowing outside, mm. which it kind of feels like it is because it's a little Chilly. cold out. Yeah, like we're getting down into the 30s, yeah. 20s right now. You can also pour it uh, over ice or even like a big ice ball. But you know we're going to fact check this real quick, what the uh, actual weather is because now I'm interested. And uh, in the meantime, we'll tell I'll tell the listeners, it's 36 out. It's 36. Yeah? Yeah. Well, in the meantime, cacao. Ooh, cacao. Ooh, I hate it. Okay, so that's. But if you look at the pronunciation, it's the second one. That's cacao. So this is cacao. 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 Yeah, cacao. Yeah, it was. Um, that was the pretentious cacao pronunciation um, scenario. If you're an asshole, <laughs> nice. That's an old joke. I was actually going to say that earlier today. Yeah. Um, the reason why Alex is over tonight and Tara is downstairs sleeping on our big, wonderful new couch. Yeah. Uh, also the slice boys were over and I want to give a quick shout out to all you guys. They helped me do quite a bit of stuff around the house today. We, yeah. we built a bunch of chairs. We put up a bunch of mirrors, just a lot of house stuff and any help I can get, um, the better. If you had to do all that stuff yourself, you would have been busy the entire day tomorrow. Yeah. And now you can play video games. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, I've been, that's what's been going on is I've been doing all this shit on my own, but it, I've, I've really enjoyed it. I've, I've enjoyed becoming Good. handy. Yeah. It, it. It's uh, useful. Exactly. As a man, using power tools is becoming one of my favorite things ever. It's it's important. So before we do the executive order topic, mm-hmm. uh, or and or personal stories, <laughs> I want to have a little return to Decatur. Okay. Okay. Oh, you went to Decatur? Yes. You should have picked up my credit card. It's still there. Oh shit! That's right. I should tell uh, Butter I and Cream. I, I, because it's so far away, Tommy. I won't go. Fuck it. Oh my god. I, you, you just refuse. I for, That's really funny. Maybe, maybe I'll try and get it for you. You know how funny it would be? It'd be like, look, I do the podcast with this guy. You can trust me. Like for a little, you can give me your ID, and it'll be like, why can't he just come? For a little context to the listeners, uh, Alex, Tara, Claire, and I went out for dinner. About two months ago. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. And we went and we went to Decatur, and then after dinner, we went to an uh, ice cream shop called Butter and Cream, as Alex mentioned, and I left my credit card there. Yeah. I called them a couple days later, and I was like, oh, I think I left my credit card, and the, and the woman said, yes, you did. Uh, it's here. We'll hang on to it for you. And I was like, I really don't know when the next time I'm going to be in Decatur is. She was like, don't worry. We'll hang on to it. It's been two months. And by the way, Decatur's... 15 minutes away like (laughs) tommy treats it like it's in egypt and a long ferry ride away but the return to decatur so we went back um this was on thursday november 7th if that's a thursday i have to check okay that was yesterday because we're recording on a friday night Mm -hmm. first stop i'm gonna tie all this together amazingly at the end i'm serious this this was a big night for me so i'll wait tara and i 
are doing the the pre pre marriage uh, or workshop stuff with the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go. She had no preference, and of course, I love St. Thomas More in Decatur, so I was like, let's do it there. I, had, I always had good experiences there, and it's going really well. We have sessions every Thursday for four Thursdays. We're halfway done. So what we do to avoid traffic is um, she was remote half the day and I just went and got her at work and then we drove into Decatur and like worked remotely and had lunch and coffee and shit. It was awesome. Oh, nice. And also had dinner. So I was like, we get to eat twice there. <laughs> so obviously for a small lunch, where did we start? Oh, uh, victory. You got it. You got it. Okay, cool. By the way, for you Decaturites, none of this was rehearsed. He doesn't know any of this. Um, we went to victory. R.I.P. to Leon's. No. Uh. The most important sandwich at Victory. Oh, the T-Bird. The T-Bird is gone. I know. I saw the picture that your bro- that you and your brother were talking yes, about. Yes, that's right. I did text you about that. Yeah. Okay, so the T-Bird is gone. It was funny because I was talking to the, the bartender, and she was like, what's, yeah. What's on the T-Bird? Tell the peeps. Uh, the T-Bird, it, it, was like, it was like thinly sliced chicken with, there was some kind of green. Was it pork? Oh, no, no it, it was, was definitely chicken. chicken. Yeah. Some kind of greens on it leafy um, greens yeah not a ton yeah uh, i think a, a habanero mayo that's what it was it something was like that yeah it might have been a couple other things i'm sure they were because they're very crafty sandwiches but um they're, they're small pl- they're, they're the size yeah. of like a slider and they replaced it with uh one that has like a like a habanero chicken salad but mm. it was it, it, it wasn't a, i'm just being honest it, it wasn't a savory like i officially won't get that again and i'll just get one of the other ones that i know is amazing you know like uh the they have a new one called the Lambo. Uh-huh. Which no, that ha- wasn't. That's not new. That's big. The Hambo is the Hambo. Yeah, the Lambo's new. Oh. So, anyways, yeah, I don't want to dwell too much on one location. No, but... we're dwelling. Hold on. Okay. Dwell if you can me. tell me what my favorite sandwich at Victory is, I will return the two dollars that you owe me for the SpongeBob oh, bet. Oh, Victory C. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> I did. Why wow, you would think I just won two million dollars? <laughs> oh, that was really amazing. So that just nullified a bet Alex and I made earlier, where we randomly put on old SpongeBob episodes mm-hmm. while we were working or after we were working, mm-hmm. and uh, Alex could have swore that the very first episode of SpongeBob they don't speak in, but uh, they do, and I thought so, and I won the money. But to his credit, the very next episode. Yeah. Second is one, the least lower one is completely uh, lyricless. Yeah, there, there's no speaking. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Tara, Tara was on my side too, so we I wasn't crazy. That's for our um, our young boys that like SpongeBob. That's right, and we are also we're already like into the storytelling cast. This is perfect. <laughs> Second shout out. Uh, I called you at the bar, mm-hmm. and then you were at the bar when you called me. Hang on, yeah, I was at a bar. Get it. Come on, get through this. The Mount Vesuvio pizza pie is gone. What? You're Thea, I wish you could have just seen his face. It, you, it just... Are you serious? I swear to God, it's gone. Can't get it anymore. Well, fuck. <laughs> so, I wanted... I, if if we you guys weren't <laughs> recording, I would have hit something, but I didn't want to break your eardrums, so I'm just going to say, nice. well, fuck. I, I like the uh, the podcasting etiquette. Let me add a f- some to the story. What the fuck? I know. So I also so uh. Thea was our server when we were and we were sitting at the bar at Avelinos, and I I was about to order my pizza. You know, I almost I scanned the menu out of habit. I don't. I know what I've never gotten anything other than that's not true. But you get my point. What and is the Mount Vesuvio? 
Okay, so it's <laughs> it's there. Avellino's in Decatur is uh, an Italian restaurant. It's a pizza place, but they have pasta and everything else too. Our favorite pizza place, exactly in Atlanta. Literally, my favorite plate ever in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, definitely yeah. in Atlanta was the the. I never know. Is it Vesuvius or Vesuvio? It's Mount, Mount Vesuvio, Mount, but we always call it Vesuvius for some reason. Are you? I thought it was Mount Vesuvius. No, because when we went to the the other Avellinos the other day, I'm gonna kill myself. I said, "Why? Why do we always pronounce it Vesuvius when it's Mount Vesuvio?" Yeah. Wow, we're idiots. Unless okay. there's a difference between the two. Anyways, locations. It's literally a cheese pizza, basically, but you know, really authentic, solid pizza with habaneros. And hot capicola, a.k.a. gabagool, Gabagool. for you Sopranos watchers out there and or New Jerseyites and Italian-Americans specifically. (laughs) And so the caveat is I did, I explained to her, I was like, I was like, you know, in shock. I was in awe with the whole thing. And I was just like, this is, this is a watershed moment. I've been getting this pizza for six years. I, I moved here in 2013, lived in Decatur for three years. Never has been usurped, and now it's just gone. Mm-hmm. And she did say she was like, "Oh yeah, we, you know." She. What's funny is I asked if she could put the peppers on them. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Oh yeah, the calabresi." I was like, "No, <laughs> the habanero." <laughs> and then they did have the habanero, but it's interesting because Tommy and I were just at Brookhaven Avellinos, which is different. I'm not pooping on it. It's just not Decatur's mm-hmm. Avellinos. They're two very different restaurants, in my humble opinion, and uh, at least historically. And they had Calabresi peppers on theirs. And we had to send it back to get the habaneros. Yeah. Because they still had Vesuvio on that particular menu. But anyways, um, they they definitely don't have the Capicola anymore. And that was a big part of it. So you can kind of still get it. But the fact that it was removed off the menu and it's... Well, I wonder doesn't if people feel official. just weren't ordering it. I don't... Il Diavolo is still on there. But that's more uh, gimmicky. Yeah. You know? So anyways, well, Il Diavolo fuck. is the super hot one that melts your face off. You have to sign a waiver and all that. So thank you, Thea. Here's the cool thing. She was fantastic. I've actually, it was the first time I saw her. For all I know, she could have, maybe she's been there for a year. It's not like I know everybody there. I didn't see Zach. Who's Zach? He's the dude with the curly hair and the glasses. We get we used to get him a lot. I haven't been in so long. I forgot to ask her if, she, if he is still there, so I got to check in on that. But thank you again, Thea. And then the best part, uh, at the end, I told her about, I you know, I told her about Craft Heads. I told her about when in Atlanta on Instagram. And then... Uh, she comped us with some cannolis. Oh, nice. Which I was real happy about. Yeah. And we were just really appreciative. That made our evening. So thank you, Thea. Thank you, Evelinos. And um, don't worry, we'll still be back, even though I have to secretly harbor that against you. Is um, Are those free cannolis the first thing that you've been comped since in your win in Atlanta? Yeah, days? yeah. Now, I don't know if that was why. I think it was a peace offering for them getting rid of my favorite pizza, but, you know, we'll see. <laughs> so that's that. And then we went next door to Ale Yeah, which Ale is, yeah. it's that super awesome bottle shop. Oh, it's just okay. like rows and rows. It's, it's, they're all like on wooden shelving. It's really pretty. On the other side of Revolution Donuts, right? It's, I can't remember the order of stores, but yeah. it's right there next to Avellinos. Revolution's another really good donut donuts, shop yeah. for those of you who are fans. Yeah. And it's crazy because we walked in and everything in there was different. They cleared out a bunch of the the like shelving, and there's like a seating area. It's much more open. There's a couple of tables on the left and everything. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then I wound up uh, talking to the owner. Here's a really nice guy. His name's Russ. And uh, and told Russ I'd give him a shout out. So here we are. But 
he said he explained that it was all about um they got a uh i can't remember specifically what it is like a pouring license because Mm -hmm. you know there's a pouring license for when you go to you can't go into a restaurant order a beer and take it out you drink it there because they pour it there or you go to a six-pack shop get the beer take it out being able to do both is difficult and he said they've been trying to do it i think for like three and a half years finally got approved technically uh, that's getting your wet license whatever I okay. you're you know more than I do apparently because I don't know what the terminology is. But then this this is the sad thing. Do you remember there was a cat there? No. There was always this really cute but noticeably old cat okay. every time that we went there. And she would just be floating around and she was affectionate and I was, know whatever. Where this is going, obviously. Exactly. And she I, I went right to Russ and I and he's you know, he asked how we were doing and everything and I and I said we were doing well, and I noticed the changes in the place. But I said, but most importantly, where's your kitty? Mm-hmm. And you know, I could just tell. I was like, damn it. And he said she passed away about six weeks ago or something. R.I.P. to you're gonna love this. I asked what the kitty's name was, and it was Grisette. Whoa. Which is it's a variety of beer, but this cat was gray. Mm-hmm. Okay, listen to this. This is from Wikipedia. A grisette is a variety of beer originating from the mining regions along the border of France and Belgium. It is a close relative of other farmhouse ales of the region, including Saisons and... French word. Uh, Biere de Garde? I don't know. Let me see. Uh, that right there. Beer of some sort. Exactly. Though unlike those beers, which were prevalent among agricultural workers, grisettes were consumed primarily by miners. And here's the best part. The name, which means little gray one. Hence the cat name. Amazing. May come from the name of the local gray-colored stone or from the gray frocks worn by the women who served the beer in local pubs. And the cat was gray as well? Yeah. Wow, how perfect of a name. I have a picture of her on my phone from May of 2018. And I had one even earlier on my old phone when my dad was in town. Like, I loved that. I have a challenge for you. Tell me. So the episode image that you're probably going to post is going to have Roe on your left shoulder. You should Photoshop Grisette on your right shoulder. Oh, I, I, I will. Okay. Ro will be the little devil and Grisette will be the angel. <laughs> I will do that. Because yeah. I, I, I even thought I was going to make it that as the episode image, but this way I can kill many, uh, I can kill two birds with one stone. There you go. So, and, hell yeah. Uh, th- and we can also give Claire a quick shout out for the, uh, the ambiance of the room behind totally. you. Although you set this room up. Yeah, but I didn't do the the wallpaper. We okay. had a guy come in and do that. Okay, and fair enough. she put the sheets on. I just put the bed together. <laughs> yeah, so that's like a seventy five twenty five. Yeah, arrangement. There's I would a lot say. of uh, a lot of things that we've done around this house. So we're twenty minutes in, but I'm okay because we we fused the shout outs with like storytelling. Yeah. and my return to Decatur. Like I go somewhat frequently but once a week these days well nowadays mm-hmm. that's exactly right but i it had been a while since like i frequented those places maybe a couple of months i, I was just telling somebody this this yeah. is one of my favorite words in the english english language okay is using frequent as a verb oh yeah Fre- I frequenting something love that it's a great word it makes me feel so prim and proper when i use that. intellectual yeah hey i told you i was gonna tie this all together yeah you didn't you suck <laughs> and it happened at Avelina's where I really was impacted. Okay. And I said, yes, I know it's trite and we all know this and whatever. But take a moment to be to appreciate the things that are in your life and the people that are in your life and the things that, are make, that make you happy. Because they can be taken away at any second. Mm-hmm. 
I it's a pizza. Okay, <laughs> I don't, I don't give a shit. What I'm saying Wait, is Grisette, like though. Okay, the cat, <laughs> yeah. and then taking it a step further. What if Claire died tomorrow? Mm-hmm. It's or Roe. It was a very <laughs> even worse. <laughs> it was a really sobering moment where I was like, this is like a little reminder from God just to be thankful. You know, for everything. Mm-hmm. Always be thankful for everything because you never know whenever you're not going to have anything. The thankful for anything cast? Yeah, to, to being grateful. All right. Attitude of gratitude. Do the cinnamon at the bottom. It's it's This is actually kind of tough for me to get down. It's, is it really? It's a little strong. It's because of the old forest. Right? The, yeah. That, I'm telling you, that one I made the other night was like... <sighs> yeah, this is, this is more of... And, and it does say on the bottle... When I first got it, it's a Prohibition era, so mm-hmm. I, I, that makes it stronger. Number one, number two, it's just liquor. There's no kind of flavoring in it. With with bourbon, it gets it like soaks up that sweetness of the barrel or mm-hmm. whatever other add-ins they put in. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like about bourbon. It's got a little bit of that sweetness Same. to it. The high proof stuff is just yeah, it's just yeah. like it's like drinking Everclear. It's not good for mixing. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, sure. it's like those. Maybe we'll do it on another episode, but I had you try, I had you sample three different kinds of gins from the same distillery. Oh, we forgot yeah. to do that. that yeah, awesome. we'll do it on, on another, on a soon episode. But okay. uh, one of them was so piney, it was amazing, but I would never mix with it mm-hmm. unless I was making a, like a pine drink or like a Christ- ooh, Christmas, oof, oof, oof. That's what I was thinking about this drink. It's very okay. Christmassy. Yeah, yeah, totally. I could see that. So... Do you have any stories on the top of your mind, or we want to? Do we want to move to the executive orders? I've been going off the cuff, like we things have been reminding me of stories. So let's just keep going that way. Okay, perfect. Let's move into the executive orders. Do you want me to go first, or are you gonna go first? Um, I I really hope that we have similar stuff. Mine are pretty eccentric. Like I'd be amazed. I have a couple. That I have, I have ones. Okay, let me just hear one of yours. Go ahead. Okay, my first one that I have in order because I just throw them into my phone. Yeah. Executive order, especially if you're employed by a big company, you get your birthday off work. Oh no, I didn't. You got excited. That's good though. That's really good. You you should have. You shouldn't have to work on your birthday. No, yeah. What is fucking worse than like, oh, it's Tuesday, my birthday is here, and you wake up and go to work. Like, (laughs) I want to play Russian roulette with six bullets. Yeah, that's. I, so uh, here we go. Did per, you get that? Per, by the way, yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to (laughs) die? It's horrible. Um, this already sparked a story that I want to ask you, or a question I want to ask you. Um, oh, never mind. We already talked. This was you that we talked about, or Alex, uh, other Alex. Oh, the yeah, the Russian roulette. How question. much did you, did you ever answer? I wouldn't play it. You just wouldn't play it at all, no, no. matter what. Five million? No. Six million? Unlimited money. Ten million? No. I would play it. No. What if What if you were aiming at not your head? What am I aiming at? Your sh- your shoulder. Oh, probably like two. Two mil? Yeah. Oh, I would do it a lot less for two mil. I definitely <laughs> wouldn't. I, I need the amount of money where I never have to work again, and I have to assume that I'm not going to get the money and blow my shoulder out and ruin the rest of my life. But Th- you only have a one in six chance of doing that. Murphy's Law. <laughs> and anytime Murphy's I play Talisman and I, and I have a chance to be turned into a toad, I turn into a toad. So I, 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 put a, I think I put a way higher premium on my health and... I don't want to say life. That sounds a little pretentious, but I definitely put a higher premium on my health than I think the average person. I'm just going to be that average millennial and say, yeah, I want to die. So it's all good. Yeah, exactly. It's a win-win I'm for miserable. Me. Just kill me anyways. <laughs> it's a win-win. Oh my God. How dark. Tell me your next one. Uh, my first one? 
Yeah, thanks. It, it's also white collar. I love it. Um, white collar woes. The new work week is four 10-hour days. Yeah, totally. Instead of five eight-hour days. That's a really good call. And then you got three days off mandated. That should be a thing. I agree. Yeah. Or I mean, I'm sure that there's people out there that, that can do that if they have flexible bosses, but, you know, it's not really like yeah. Kuth. More Kuth? Yeah, Kuth is a word. I, isn't that... Kuth is like mannerly. Yeah. I think. Well, I mean, I'm kind of... I'm relating it to mannerly. Fair enough. Work etiquette. <laughs> yeah. Um, this next one, it's more of an idea. I, both of the things we do, just did technically could be implemented. I'm mm. not sure how practical this one would be, but I probably wrote it when I was in traffic. Um, Fuck traffic. Ve- a limit on vehicle size. Mm-hmm. And not because I don't want freedom to ha- people to have the freedom to choose or, or I don't want them to have that, whatever. We have too many people on our planet. We've talked about that before. There are too many people in our metropolitan areas. Atlanta is definitely a prime case of that. And maybe it's only for specific... If you go out and live in Kansas, you can drive whatever you want. Are we talking about peepees? Uh, no, we are not talking about peepees. So so you're saying no trucking either? Um, okay, so like semi-trucks and I'm stuff. I'm talking about private passenger peepees. Yeah, if you commute to work yeah. during rush hour, you're not allowed to have a giant truck or a giant SUV and mm-hmm. you're the only person in it. It's just not allowed. What about a Jeep? Um, probably too big. Okay, good. Yeah, I, and and frankly, like even having okay, one good. person in a in in my car would be too big. I, I it's guess what we're not friends anymore. Yeah, so there's that. Um, and a couple other things related to traffic. It's just like I really I wish there were uh, I wish there were lanes for trucks only. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry for anybody who's a trucker. I don't. I hate driving with trucks. Mm-hmm. Have a truck lane. Have a dedicated truck lane, and that's the only lane that they're allowed to drive in. And similarly, you're not allowed to drive in that lane. Uh, what about like only for passing as well? Like sure, they can pass in another. Yeah, lane. I, I guess so. And I don't have the answer to any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just uh, listing grievances randomly. And the other thing was, I want a commuter lane. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because where we live currently and where Tara commutes to work, it should be so easy. We live so fucking close, but there is one stretch that's like a quarter mile long, maybe, and she sits there for like 15 minutes. Yeah. And it's like, no. There needs to be a route that punishes people who don't live nearby. It's like, yeah, you do have to commute, but if you actually live nearby your job, there should be like a lane where, I don't know, it senses your car and a gate opens. You're just like, woohoo! You drive like 80 miles an hour. It's it's dumb and it's not enforceable, but that's what I want. Um, What's your next one? Related to that, um, I have, and we talked about this in an earlier episode, uh, cap on city population. Yes, totally. Yeah, we did talk about that in the people problem. Which kind of does, like, it fixes all those problems. That so far, about. you and I are aligned on the first two, yeah. which is hilarious. So, uh, well, and that was actually my third one. Okay. I yes, had so. I had another one that was kind of business related that I'll just throw out because it's not super interesting. I have one that's business related. Oh well, what, it, this is insane. Mine is most businesses, and I'm not saying all businesses, but like corporate and not even corporate. I don't know. I don't know. Ninety percent of businesses mandated close six p.m. on Sunday. It has to. So that and and I'm not just saying that because like I just feel like everybody should have a break. I also think it's important to teach people how to plan for that night mm-hmm. because the only way that you'll be able to eat after 6 p.m. is if you planned on like a 
you know, picking up food beforehand. And if you didn't, then fuck you, you got to starve. Yeah. And I think it's like, just teaches you a life lesson in addition to gives people yeah, time yeah. with their families. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And, and also, most of what we're saying is tongue in cheek because it's like, I believe in America, you can run your business however you want. If you want to run a business that's 24 seven, you're totally allowed. But it's just like, these are the way that we think things mm -hmm. should be. If we ran a company, for example. So there you go um my businessy one so that you did three now and now this is my third faxing is illegal oh yeah or more importantly i should specify requiring a fax for any process should be illegal mm -hmm. so for example you're rolling a, a 401k into another account if you if you as a company require the person who's trying to make that transfer to fax something you should be thrown in prison and have the key thrown away so are you are you including like them printing something out, signing their name, and then scanning it to them? Or no, you can. That's extremely annoying, yeah. and that also is a gray area, and that mm. needs to go away. <laughs> Anything that involves effort, we we don't live in a society where that's needed. But it's a little better. Faxing should have been gone ten years ago, <laughs> and it's still it. here. I haven't. I didn't even know it was still here. I did it at my last job this year, Ugh. and I was required. Well, you were faxing something to the Bronze Age. Uh, yeah, exactly. I was sending it back to 1852, which is when the fax was invented, if, if nobody knew that. I'm joking. <laughs> just, the, just in case. We do have some pretty young listeners, and they're like, what's a fax machine? So, um, I, got, I got one that you're obviously going to agree with. Yep. That's here. Uh, phones or other recording devices cannot listen to you. Ooh, that's really good. Without like your that's consent. the most important thing I think either of a, and serious one that I've heard. Mm -hmm. Just an absolute no on listening. A surveillance devices. state. Yeah, maybe there's maybe there's um maybe we even outlaw all those devices, any kind of microphones. Yeah, I do think it's hilarious. Connected. I'm I'm a terrible hypocritical example of this. You could not pay me money to have a, a, an echo dot or whatever the fuck or an alexa or a mini google home in my house but i have an iphone mm -hmm. same thing yeah but I mean, when you but get it's, served it's different in my head when you get served ads on instagram directed towards what you were well, talking about an hour ago it's also it's not i hate it but it's not practical to completely remove a phone from your life whereas like i just don't need any of those other devices in my home so that's easy for me to not do uh, this is another slightly business-related one. Just it, the, A lot of these are written in my phone from a time when I still had my normal 9 to 5, and usually I just wanted to be dead. Um, Play Russian roulette with six bullets. <laughs> yes. Love that. Daylight savings time. The timing of it. Whenever you spring... <laughs> wait, let's, let me start. Whenever you fall back, <laughs> I love that this always already. happens on a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you spring forward, it has to happen during working hours. Uh, so like if it happens I would have thought the opposite no 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 you want to waste time at work yeah so for example let's say you spring forward it happens at noon on a Tuesday yeah so All of a sudden you're working it's 11.59 boom 1pm yeah fuck yes and you're still required to get paid for 8 hours um I, but what about shouldn't fall back also happen on Sunday night going to into Monday? That would be fine as long as it's your time still. Yeah. I would recommend Saturday night because then it's like oh I can you know I can stay up extra late Saturday night yeah. or whatever. That the point is it's one hundred percent your time and your benefit. Okay, so good one. You have one more and I have one more. Uh, 
drinking age is 18. I, that's obvious. Yeah. That's a that's a really, really good point. Yeah. We are woefully behind in that, and our drinking culture in America is garbage because of it. You saying the word woefully just reminded me of something. That you wanted to use the word frequent more often as a verb? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> that uh, I wanted to compliment you and Alex on the last episode talking about the word woke. Oh, oh thank you. I loved that. Dude. I got a text from Tommy when, I don't know, maybe you were halfway through it and you were a real big fan and that made me real happy because yeah. I, I was just loving that conversation with Alex. Again, apologies because of the, the rough quality because we just were recording in the car and I was trying to be responsible, not like holding it up like an idiot, but I do think the, the content was really good. The content was great if Thanks, you could hear what, what yeah. was going on. I did my best. I, I spent a lot of time on that track. I still uh, have one more. Do you have any more? I do. Okay. Do you want to go? Yeah. Go. Outlaw plastic water bottles. Oh, yeah, that's if right. If anybody actually gave a shit, if any politician actually gave a shit about the environment, which very few do, some might. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a tree hugger. I'm just, I'm not a wasteful person. I, I believe in being respectful of the environment. I believe in recycling, all that. Other I can't stand that you can't recycle glass in Georgia. It's horrible. Anyways. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's, it's crazy. I just put it in a landfill. Mm -hmm. But anyways, um, yeah. If anybody actually gave a shit and they weren't worried about the backlash from big corporate bullshit, out, water bottles need to go away. Mm -hmm. D like just disposable 24 packs of water bottles. And it's, you might say like, oh, Alex, what about, you know, Coca-Cola and Gatorade and everything? And it's like, yeah, I agree. But first of all, you got to start somewhere. And second of all, people don't buy three cases of Gatorade and throw every bottle away. Mm -hmm. it, I, I would almost argue that People are like more inclined because they're such a common household item. They're more inclined to throw those away than they are like a Gatorade bottle. Yeah, you I, know what I mean. It's something about it. I am huge about like first of all wasting water. I I hate wasting water. Same. If I see like halfway filled water bottles, I take them all. I put them all in and drink it, and I'll drink. I've that done one. that. Yeah, I do that all the time. I've even done that with bottles in our mind. Like if I know everybody. Oh yeah, same there. here. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Yeah. I like if I just let's say we have a party. If there's a bunch of unused water, I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not gonna throw that away. I'll put it all into one and I'll drink yeah. it. Fuck and it. then you won't have a hangover. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sure. But um, there's also I, I I am I'm not great about like I'll throw all that stuff out and I honestly haven't been recycling very much lately mm -hmm. uh especially at my new place because we just have so much trash from moving in but um i do reuse gatorade bottles nice all the time yeah if i if when i'm done with the gatorade bottle i'll reuse it yeah. two or three times from like this is probably bacteria ridden at this point well yeah and that's smart because i read listener and friend red red paul dude yes red paul he uh, he will take a plastic cup from Duncan. Like one time, we used to get Duncan a lot at work, like after lunch, and he would use their nothing plastic cups and reuse it on his desk. I am not kidding for like a month. I'm like, bro, that is Ew. gross. And he just thought it was hilarious. Bro, I, I never, I I don't fuck with plastic really at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna tell you I'll never buy a, like a brand new plastic drink or whatever. But actually, it is kind of rare. I drink out of glass almost exclusively, mm -hmm. and I never store food in plastic. Like, mm -hmm. I used to use Tupperware all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't even know why I own it, because I don't remember the last time I had I'm just very against what it. What do you store food in when you have leftover Glass. Food? Oh, okay. Glass or ceramic or whatever. Okay. I have plenty of containers like that. Gotcha. Dude, you're leaching all kinds of shit in your in your food, and liquids especially. I mean, don't even get me started, but... 
Oh, you mean like BPH and? Well, yeah, but even BPA, but even <laughs> stuff that uh, that's BPA free, like they literally just replace it with something else that causes cancer. What is so. BPH? Is that like blood bis- pressure? Bis- bisphenol. Bisphenol A is BPA. No, what's what's BPH? Oh, beats per. Is it BPM? Hour. Beats per minute in EDM music. <laughs> I, I don't know. know. There's a beat. I somebody's yelling at us right now. Bloody piss hole. That's okay, my dirty word of the week. What's yours? Oh, um, <laughs> under under butt cheese, <laughs> UB UBC and B, BPH bloody piss hole. Wow, that was horrible. I said it again. Ow, that was really amazing. that's terrifying. Do you have any other parting thoughts um, for the folks? Yes, uh, I, like I have one more the L in folks. <laughs> I have one more mandate. Um, mm. This one is. Not no, not everybody's gonna agree with this one, but I just it would have been good for me, so I feel like it would have been good for everybody. Yeah, uh, one year of mandatory military service. Yeah, out a, of a lot of countries do that. I, I think. love that. Yeah, I think it's so good. I think it teaches you, you know, uh, scheduling. Yeah. teaches you discipline. Discipline. Um, and and just really, you know, thankfulness for your country and what you know, your tax dollars are yeah. protecting you. <laughs> yeah. It instills a little bit of patriotism because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who are not patriots. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the, like to the letter of the law, like by definition. And it's like all they do is bitch and moan. And yeah, that would set a lot of people straight, I think. For sure. um, and it doesn't mean you go get blown up at war. That's not what serving in the military means. Right, yeah. And the majority of people don't see combat. I'm not saying that you're always on call for the rest of your life yeah. either. I yeah. mean, you can get drafted if something, you know, horrible happens. Mm-hmm. But just one year of... Re- really, it's about the 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 discipline. Yeah, you know, that's a, it's definitely... Anything. That's the biggest thing about and, it. And uh, what do you think of the dog right behind you? Ro. Ro, look at us. Roey. Finally. She's pretty damn She's cute. sleepy, yeah. Uh, is there anything else? I don't know, this man. This is good. This was a good uh, bit of Vitsy episode. We talked we about a this. lot, and we talked fast. Yeah, we did. There was a lot. There was a lot happening. Sorry if uh, you guys can't understand this. I know Alex and I like to talk over each other because we know what we're mm. going to say, each of us say. We were pretty good this episode. I think. I, I do. I'm pretty sure about it because I can tell you, especially since the Art of Conversation episode, and it's been a gradual thing for me generally, but I, I've really tried to be more cognizant of that. Especially with Tara, you know, because oh. we do that to each other all the time. When you re-listen to this episode, uh, let's mark down how many times each of us did it. Not saying like keep a, a hard yeah. track, but like if you notice it, let's yeah, keep in touch. I let's take a look. Let's let's take a look. Mm-hmm.